We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Lila is looking for a second date update with a guy named Shane. Hey, Lila, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? Excellent. So tell us about Shane. How'd you meet and how'd the first date go? We'll go from there. Okay. Well, we met through friends. Um, The old-fashioned way. Yeah. Not online or anything. And, um... I've been working at home since this crazy corona thing, and I'm just with my three cats all the time, and I just started kind of just going crazy, basically. I was, like, losing my mind because mm-hmm. I can't see any of my family because they all have pre-existing conditions, and oh. I just got so lonely. Mm-hmm. And some of my friends have been, like, hanging out and going to do stuff, but I wasn't really doing anything. I just wanted to, you know, be safe. I don't know. I guess just for like my mental health, I did need to have some contact with some people. So yeah, I had a friend. Sure. Yeah, because like honestly, I was just like really down the dump. You know, it's hard to be alone all the time. And I had one friend, and she was just kind of encouraging me all the time, like you should go out, you should go out, it'll be okay. Or I'll, you know, wear a mask, it'll be safe. And her boyfriend had a friend that was single that was like hanging out with them and he was cute and she thought I would like him. So she like set us up on a blind date and it was like a really big deal for me. I know blind dates are a big deal anyway, but I had not been around anybody for so long. Well, you know, you're lonely when you're like down for a blind date. (laughs) I'll go out with anybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Where are we going? Blind date. What time? Thought you'd never (laughs) ask. Right. Because, like, a year ago, I would have never agreed to go on a blind date. Yeah, so, sure yeah, it probably well. was a sign of, like, my desperation. <laughs> but the good news is it was a great blind date. I was nervous at first, you know, because you really don't know, and I did trust my friend. But the second I saw him, I was like, I just was like, okay, this is going to work. Like, I was really attracted to him. Mm. And we talked for, like, three hours. We had such great conversation, and mm. there was no awkwardness. There was no, like, weird, you know, sometimes when you first go out with someone, it can be a little uncomfortable. You know, there was none of that. It was just, like, super comfortable. And he was, like, really flirty. And I don't know how you can sit there and talk to someone for three hours and, like, not call it a great date, you know? Right. But at the end, I did get, like, a little bit of a weird vibe. It was just, like, kind of strange. Like, I thought he was coming in to kiss me. Ooh. But then he just kissed my forehead. Oh. Uh, okay. And like tapped me on the shoulder. 
I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, so that was like my one indication. And it was like the forehead kiss and the tap on the shoulder. Yeah, that's I a big old like, no-no. Yeah, it was just kind of like dismissive or something. I, I just felt really weird about it. But everything else on the date was great. And like I said, we spoke like, I, for so long, and I don't know what happened. He never called me. He never texted. How do you I sit with it, someone for three hours and then never talk to them again? Like, isn't that kind of weird? Like a long, like a Are weird... you telling me you, you never did that when I you mean, were dating? three hours? Maybe drunkenly. Were you guys drunk? <laughs> Now, no, I had, we each had like, I had like a glass of wine and he had a beer and that, like, there was, no, no one was drunk at all. Yeah. I don't know. It's mm. weird. So I texted him twice, but he didn't, he and didn't never answer. Mm. And I wasn't going to text more because I don't want, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to call us so we can be the stalker. <laughs> Much better I way to let, just let us handle it. When it requires a higher level of stalking, that's where you bring Jeff and Jen. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Understood. I just, I'm just confused because, like, I don't know how you can talk and have that big a connection with someone that you can talk to them for that long and then just, like, never text them back even. It'd be one thing if we could barely talk, you know, if it yeah. was just awkward and maybe it was like, hi, bye, nice meeting you. But it was like, mm-mm. Okay. I don't want that. Anything else you think we need to know before we uh, take the break and make the call? No. Okay. I don't know what I'm hoping for. I just really want to know, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We yeah. understand that. That's why people call second date update. You know, and sometimes it's a foregone conclusion. They know the likelihood of a second date is slim. We're not saying that's the case here, but they would at least like a reason, mm-hmm. an answer, an explanation. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Something. And every now and then, it results in a silly misunderstanding, and they go out again, and relationships are sprouted from this. You never know what's going to happen on Second Date Update. So, Lila, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we'll call Shane and see what was going through his mind in those final minutes of your date and the time leading up as we continue. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. All right, if I understood this correctly, Lila met Shane kind of on a blind date. He was a friend of a girlfriend's boyfriend. Did I get that right? Yeah, my friend's boyfriend's friend, and it was a blind date. Exactly. There you go. And a year ago, Lila never would have considered a blind date, but because uh, many of her family members have been in lockdown because of pre-existing conditions and COVID and just the world we're living in, plus she's working from home, hey, you know, you get a little lonely. <laughs> it's perfectly understandable. Mm-hmm. And when she met Shane, boy, I'll tell you what, talk about a blind date that went well. They talked for three hours. It was very comfortable, great conversation, didn't feel awkward. He was kind of flirty. But then at the end, she did sense, and we always ask that question, hey, did anything weird or do you remember anything awkward that happened? And uh, you, you did say that it felt weird at the end. There was a weird vibe where 
He kissed you on the forehead and kind of gave you a tap on the shoulder and then just completely ghosted after that, right? Yeah. I was expecting like a real kiss. Yeah, because he seemed flirty during the day, but then weird in the end, and and you're not really sure what turned the tide. Uh, Yeah, super flirty, great, fantastic conversation. I just don't, I don't know what happened. Okay. You ready to call Shane to find out? Yes. All right, let's do it. Hey, Shane. Yeah. Hey. It's Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim at Q102. We got you on speakerphone, man. How you doing? I'm Q102. Yes, sir. Holy moly. I listen to you guys sometimes. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. You do the dating thing, don't you? (laughs) We do a dating thing. It's called Second Date Update. Oh, man. <laughs> Are you down? I mean, you know, we can make this. We can make it fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm down, but I'm just. I'm not sure she'll want this on the air. Why? Well, I mean, did she tell you what she does? Like what her side hustle is? What her side hustle is? No, I don't even know what her main. What hustle we didn't even is. talk about it, did we? She flipping houses. She's doing, she doing voice work? She, uh, you know, a landlord? No, she um, she writes porn. She um, writes porn? Yeah, her stuff gets published in forums, and she even writes adult films. Oh, sweet. Really? Sweet. Well, yeah, I know it sounds <laughs> kind of hot, right? If it was your everyday porn, maybe, but, um, <laughs> oh, God. She writes this really out there weird stuff, like, Tentacle porn and other freaky fetish stuff that I I can't really say on the like air. fan fiction stuff. Yeah, with just really interesting, creepy parts that most humans don't have. And um, <laughs> tell me more know. about <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, she has written some films, and I just don't. It scares me a little bit. I I don't know if she's into that stuff herself. I mean, if, if she is, I'm um definitely out but even just the fact that she knows enough of what to write about i'm, I'm kind of oh i don't know if i can go there not my thing her level of knowledge is intimidating to you like how much did she share like how did she share with you any of her writing or direct you to any of her films she shared some stories i mean she didn't share her actual writings we were at you know we were out but well, she told me all the different things she's done and it was pretty shocking I mean, here was this nice woman with three cats, and then boom, tentacles up. <laughs> We've heard about tentacle porn before. Tim is the tentacle porn expert on the program. You know, My friend you... Dave is into it. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Lila. Hello? Yes, yeah. go ahead. You seemed pretty interested in it on our date. You weren't this well, judgy then. What specifically was making you feel so uncomfortable, uh, Shane? It just was shocking it's not my thing and i i just what's not your thing that kind of out there porn the fact that she knows so much about it i'm a writer that's what i do for a living you're super judgmental what do you do for a living are you a perfect person or what porn do you watch 
You were, seem so fascinated by all this on our date. And if you were uncomfortable with it, I wouldn't have kept talking about it. You seem cool with it. Mm. I actually am legit fascinated by this because I have a friend, Rachel, who lives in New Jersey, and she writes erotic literature, like published books. Short stories or long form? or All of it. And so is this her full-time job? It's her full-time job. As a freelance writer, she writes about other less racy topics to kind mm-hmm. of pay the bills, but this is her passion but project. All fiction. all fiction, but inspired by this, that, and the sure. other thing, I'm sure. And she ventures into areas that she doesn't actually participate in or do herself, Mm -hmm. but this is a creative outlet for her. She's got a wild imagination. She's wickedly talented, a great storyteller, an excellent writer. Mm -hmm. She's great with the adverbs and adjectives. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool, but it's interesting because she talks about her relationship with her boyfriend, and they're like the most normal, she would even say bland couple you'll ever meet. Yeah. Missionary on She gets it out of her system on paper. Yeah, yeah but it's also, sort of an outlet the for glorious her. part of that, too, that you can just make it up? Like, you can just make up whatever you Anything want. Anything you want, yeah. And that's got to be, like, even though she's making that stuff up, maybe she's not into it. It just sounds good for the writing, right? Yeah, I think I think you can, especially in fiction, I mean, to a certain extent, detach yourself from the content. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's super personal. I mean, obviously, there'll be bits and pieces of yourself in it, mm-hmm. um, even it's, if it's just as a curious observer of what you're writing. But, um, yeah, I mean, it can, you can totally write about stuff that you're not into. It's called being a writer. Nobody thinks like <laughs> Agatha Christie's a murderer. Like just because you write about something. Well, I'm kind of I'm because- kind of fascinated by the fact that you revealed this to him on the first date. Is this something that usually when you tell someone about what it is that you do that they are okay with it, or do you usually get kind of a little bit of oh oh kind of reaction? Know. Yeah. Question because it's not the kind of job you're going to go advertising to everyone mm-hmm. you meet because you know there is a you know adult element to it. I am a writer and most of my writing isn't porn or erotica, but some of it is. And like I said, we were having such great conversation; it was so organic, it just kind of naturally flowed that way. And I felt comfortable telling him. He seemed so fascinated and mm. interesting. I just kept talking about it. People that are like all uptight like him are probably the freakiest. I'm actually like very vanilla myself. I get it all out of my system in my writing and I'm not that freaky in my private life, you know? And it's usually the guys like him that are like act like they're so perfect that are really the weirdest, freakiest ones in their personal life. Because I have this as a job and I can express myself and I'm comfortable with my sexuality, I really don't have the need to go to extremes in my bedroom. It generates a lot of money for me, and I enjoy it. And I think he's being super judgmental about he can't see himself as somebody that does that. All right. I I got a (laughs) running date. I got to go. All right. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you taking the call. Yeah, thanks for for at least taking the call, Shane. We Mm -hmm. appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, good luck. Uh, All right. There goes Shane. Mm. Shane is out. What an a-hole. I mean, I'm just. I can't believe how judgmental he was that he'd sit there for three hours. You know what I mean? Just so fascinated and then just like totally dismissed me because of it. Well, something about that threatened him. Maybe he thought you had expectations of something really wild considering your imagination and something about that threatened him. Who knows? Yeah, he's intimidated by it or just uncomfortable with it. I mean, I don't think he was, I don't think he was a jerk about it. No, I didn't think he was. Yeah. I do. Well, I do. I think he, 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 you should be more real. If he was so judgy about it, 
he should have kind of said like, hey, you know, this is a new top, you know, I'm uncomfortable. Instead of just like sitting there listening to me talk about it for three hours and then rejecting me because of it. Yeah, you, you had cool. quite a reaction to it. Yeah. And, and, and it's rooted mostly in the fact that you feel misled. Yeah. If he was talking about something that made me uncomfortable, I would have been more upfront about that, not just like led him down a road of three-hour conversation to talk about it when I knew it was something I... You know, that's, that's dishonest on his part, I think. Uh, not, and again, a sign that maybe he's not comfortable with himself. Well, or he might have been a little bit intimidated by you because you got feisty really fast out of the gate. And he might have been he might have picked up on on that, you know, personality trait of yours. It might have been scared to say something because he didn't want to get yelled at in the restaurant. Who knows? Or he thought it wasn't a match. I know it's not a a good match. Right. He might have thought it was really interesting, but then made the decision afterwards. Mm, I don't know. Is there any one particular brand of erotica you enjoy (laughs) writing more than others? Well, what I was mostly telling him about on the date and what he seemed fascinated is, I don't know if you're familiar with tentacle porn. Tim is. My friend Dave told me about it once (laughs) during a game of Cards Against Humanity. I've never met this Dave person. And then he started Googling <laughs> it. And now it's his Jen's thing. interest where we did a quick Pornhub search and found a couple <laughs> short clips which uh-huh. answered a lot of questions in a short is amount of time. Is it just like you making love to an octopus or what is it? There's more to or, it than or that. Or an extraterrestrial. <laughs> I mean, you're taking like, yeah, uh, yeah That's tentacles. A very, and a very big Cliff's Note version. You kind of just. Octopus love? Interesting. <laughs> I mean, think about you and Scott with two hands. How would it be with eight? Oh. Is it all the people? <laughs> oh, see, now. Because you can stick things in all different places at the so same time. So it's multiple people. So the people in the tentacles. No, there's literal, no literal instead tentacles. of two arms and two legs, like tentacles. Like rubbery, Now I have slimy. to Google <laughs> It's not real. Right. It's not a real octopus, no. of course. Right. God, I hope not. God. Although I bet that happens. Oh, God. Lila, thank you for your patience thank with you, us. Lila. Yeah, oh, yeah. Clearly, we need to read more. <laughs> or hang on we with you need to get out more. more. But it's interesting. Different okay. strokes, right? I have That's to right. Know. That's why they make ice cream in different flavors, right? Thank you, Aunt Jen. Uh, <laughs> I'm some here people for like you. vanilla. Some people like moose tracks. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for coming on Second Date Update, Lila. Okay, thanks for helping me out, guys. Anytime. Best of luck to you. Thanks. All right. If you need our help with the Second Date Update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.